I do that. I do like the gag because I don't know if you guys know this, but we're recording right now. And, oh, perfect! Yeah, perfect. <laughs> hello, hello, everybody to the Unpaid Nobody's podcast. Welcome, welcome. How do you feel, man? How's how's been your week? Oh, my my week's been bad. I've been very depressed. <laughs> Dealing with work. Yeah, work's not great right now, and. I mean, like, I'm safely employed. It's just, like, you know, just got some shit going on. I got some personal shit going on, and, you know, sometimes your brain just doesn't want to help. And it also, yeah. it, it doesn't help when, like, you're, like, when, like, the music that makes you feel, like, super confident and, like, like, you know, like, oh, you can handle this shit. Like, that guy becomes, like, a, like a bad, like, that guy gets real anti-Semitic. That, so I wonder who could you be talking about, right? <laughs> That doesn't help. Like I'm like, man, I really wish I could listen to Lost in the World right now without, <laughs> bro. Without I'm not thinking. even going lie. There's been multiple songs where, like, I'll get like ten seconds in. I'm I like, skip it. I don't want to listen to it. There are songs I was listening to like a month ago that like they like kind of like turn my stomach now. Yeah, yeah, kind of sucks. Yeah, <sighs> enjoy the music while you can. Yeah, like I don't. I don't hold it against anyone. Like, you, if you're someone who like draws love from that music, like I'm not. You, you didn't. You're not anti-Semitic. Like, you know that's fine. <laughs> but like, well, I, I. It's just at the point where like I personally can't enjoy it. This will be the only time I might say agree with a political statement. The only time ever when they say a separation of church and state, separation between art and artists. Yeah, I, I agree that that's a that's a good way to live, but you can't always do it. Yeah, it is hard. That, yeah, it's it not. I, I once again, I agree with that like mindset. You know, it's just some some shits beyond the pale. Like, true, true, true. That, true. And that's really just where we're at right now. Like, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get on. We'll get to this. This is <laughs> this, that's our news section. Oh, good. Yeah. oh so uh, we got uh, we got the we got the other funches here today. We got the funch eye. We do. I, yeah. <laughs> Both here. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, we're talking about Kid Cudi this week, so we got to bring on Isaac. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, I yeah. am uh, in my happy place. Yeah, this is everyone wants to come on and talk Kid Cudi. <laughs> I was gonna say we were blessed this week. We got a lot of material. Yeah, we definitely yeah, that's did. A good week. Yeah. It's a good week. Yeah, no, this is gonna uh, be a good one. This is gonna be a good, uh, a good conversation, I think. Look, but, I'm not gonna lie. Everything's working out well. We're gonna be talking about Kid Cudi. I'm getting my hair braided while doing a podcast. Something just feels right, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it just feels right. We're officially like I. Always, we were always a black-owned business, but now, like, <laughs> yeah, now it's a whole new level. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess we can dive right into it. Uh, should we start with the albums? Yeah, let's start with the albums. Okay, so I was doing some research. We've talked about it already, but this is going to be one of the bigger releases of the year. Um, Little Baby is coming out with It's Only Me. There's yeah. been some track list, track list teasers here and there. Um, honestly, it, I know we aren't heavy on Little Baby, but I think it's going to be a big one, Brandon. I, I, I think it's going to be a big one. It's definitely one I'm, I'm going to listen to. Oh no! Like, because yeah. of all like the 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 young thug alikes, I I think Little Baby's my favorite. Well, you gotta also remember, 
between Little Baby and Twenty One Savage, last year the two of them were like the feature king. Yeah. So it should yeah. be interesting what he pulls out. Because I I definitely remember a time when like, I, it's super wild how like during like Twenty Eighteen where we were like, yeah, Little Baby nowhere near as good as a Dub Baby. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> man, how things have changed. Man, I'm. <laughs> The tables have turned, let me tell you. Uh, and, and so, like, I, I, I think something I've always appreciated seeing in artists is growth, and a lot of growth with Little Baby. Like, as much as it's not, like, exactly my... the subgenre I, I like the most, I, I'm invested in his career. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. One thing I actually wanted to bring up, because we've been discussing this off-podcast for about a week now. Um... Should we consider him in the new generation, one of the top three, or maybe top five? If we want to there's absolutely an argument. There's absolutely yeah. an argument. My only thing is that, like, you know, in this conversation, just kind of, like, replying to... There's that other hip-hop podcast that, like, is big on TikTok. Uh, and, and they talked about, like, the next... You know, the people who followed up, like, Kendrick, Cole, and Drake. Like, what is the next generation? And I, mm-hmm. I think you got to entertain Little Baby, at least. Yeah, he's massive. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I see it that way, but I, I, you absolutely have to entertain it. I mean, we have potential. If this is going to be a classic, which I'm not claiming, but if this is going to be a classic, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change a lot of stuff around. I, you know, I'll be honest. You know, I think like when it comes to like, uh, like if I wanted to use a sports metaphor for like releasing an album, it's kind of like more than anything else like baseball because it's like anyone can knock it out of the park. Yeah, I guess you know, like anyone could release a classic. It could release like an album of that quality. It just it comes down to do you. Mm -hmm. And hey, it's called "It's Only Me," so let's see. Yeah. Um, I guess moving on, T Grizzy. Yeah. Now, he's been kind of on my radar here and there, but he's coming out with chapters of the trenches. Mm. Now I know a couple big singles, but to be honest, I'm not heavy on them. No, neither am I. I I recognize the name. I guarantee I've heard songs of them on it. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I mean, first day wait, out. Was he is, in the is, uh, Was he in the freshman class this year? This year? Or am I, uh, I mean, I can check right now. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I'm tripping. I don't think so. He. I'm not. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't think so. He has a long yeah. I feel like he's been around for too long. Yeah. yeah. Don't they need like he one album been. or something? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah. yeah I, it sounds familiar, but no, I've never heard of it. But yeah, Chapters of the Trenches. I mean, considering if he's been around for a little bit longer, Isaac, do you know him? Do you listen T. to Greasy him? T has been around for a while. Um he's on and off for me when it comes to listening to his music. Um, there's moments where I want to. Li- this is gonna sound kind of weird. I want to listen to real hood music, but there's different types of hood music. There is. You got hood music where they just going hard, or they're kind of sharing their emotions, or it's the light side. T. Greasy for me is kind of the light side, maybe a little emotions. Um, I like him, but I can't listen to him for long periods of time. I just yeah. feel like I got to disconnect. It is, it's too much going on for me. Yeah, no, I feel that. 
I, I, I definitely... Like, just like the concept in itself, something that's more consumable that's meant to be like representing the ghetto. Not I hate the term ghetto. Yeah. But representing a more rough lifestyle in the sub community. The fact that it would be consumable is like an oxymoron. So right. yeah. it's just hard to jump on them, I guess. Yeah. But uh we'll see. I don't know. I'll listen to it. I just think he needs more time. Yeah. I think he needs more time and his name to kind of just grow a little bit more and for him to just really I don't know dive deeper. Matter of fact, I'm taking a look into it now. I've listened to the smartest album and it was actually good. I, I did enjoy it. So now that I'm looking into it, I think I was confusing him with Kevin Gates, which I shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah. But uh are you confusing him with Kevin Gates or who did the song with uh J. Cole? Uh, I was about like half, half of all people. <laughs> huh? Half of like all people. He was at the tour with us. We went to when we oh, all went to the concert. Oh, who opened uh, for the concert? Oh shit! Yeah, I, all three of us went to the concert. Yeah, I remember. Like it's Twenty One Savage, and it's the guy on my life. But right. Oh my god, I know it, but I don't yeah. want to look it up. Like I, I want to figure it out. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do Moray. this. All right, Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's a singer though. He is yeah. a singer, but. This is gonna sound bad. They look alike. <laughs> they that's, really. That's weird. Alike. I don't think they look alike. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, they have some similarities. Two big, two big black niggas. Pretty much. <laughs> Essentially, what it is. Next. <laughs> <laughs> but um, moving on then from them, um, we have Mavi coming out with, and I've been promoting him on this podcast for like three weeks now. But he's coming out with Laughing So Hard It Hurts. If you don't know who he is, very similar to um, El Sweatshirt. Very, like, deep, dark lyrics. The, the, the beats are moody. So it, it's something nice to kind of go into every once in a while when you're in that zone. Yeah. So I highly recommend going into it. Which one? Um, Mavi. The oh, Laughing yeah. So Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting title. So it kind of just even got me thinking. You ever have yeah, that it, happen it, where sometimes you hear you see something and it's just so striking you just have to have to engage with it? I mean, honestly, I, I do want to send, especially with this title, because it's it's uh it's a play on words almost. Because it it's almost like a saying, it's like a known saying where you say, like, oh, you laugh so hard it hurts. It's meant to be like a good thing, like, oh, you're laughing so hard, but there's a comma put in after the heart where like it kinda it changes the whole meaning of the, the phrase, you know? So that alone, I agree, is definitely kind of like a, it. It gains my attention, no question. Can I uh, jump in real quick, Isaac? You don't gotta ask. Welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> so you're, you're a nobody <laughs> like everyone else. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, with new albums, even though we're two weeks out, we did have an announcement this week for our album dropping on the twenty eighth. Yeah, I mean, oh, you want to talk? Which album we talk about? Uh, the awesome Smino. Oh yeah, that too. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, wait, Smino <laughs> announced. Smino, October twenty eighth. I I saw because we were talking about is this gonna happen because we have other Smino related news. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, uh, yeah, we all get to it. We'll get there. We'll, we'll work our way there. Yeah. Very very excited for that though. No, yeah. I'm 
that might be. I'm not gonna say top five, but at the end of the year, we're gonna do a top five hip hop, top ten just albums. I can see this in my top ten. Uh, absolutely, it's me, though, dude. No, no hell yeah. Um, but what I thought you were talking about, Brandon, you brought this up to me as well. Um, crap. Somebody else is dropping? Not this week. Coming up. What's that gun? There you go. Yeah, what's that gun you're dropping? And the Talk about the features, though. The features are incredible. Easily bringing together some of the greatest groups in Whoa, hip-hop Whoa, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I showed my phone to Isaac, and he's like, hold on, give me the phone. <laughs> wait, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Dude, we got, I'm looking at the features right now. First off, a Black Star feature? That's Yo, the dopest shit all year. That is I mean, the dopest shit all year. That is the dopest, but you could just go down the list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a massive simp for Run the Jewels. Of course. They, yeah, Black yeah. Star. Run the jewels. Three Ghost members of Wu Tang. Killer. <laughs> yeah, three members of Wu Tang. Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Jesus. Buster no. Rhymes. It's gonna be a lie. It's gonna be a lie. Rissa. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I. I look. Look. Okay. Westside Gunner. For me personally, is just regular entertainment. He's not one of my go-to, but he's. Oh, a regular entertainment, but the fact that he has all these features, I'm expecting a brand new sound out of him. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I kind of fuck with that entire subsector. You know, like the hardcore hip hop, trap. We've like, been talking about that a lot. The yeah. artsy trap stuff, because I think it's like the coolest thing going on right now. It is. It is. Yeah, like that. You know, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, Freddie Gibbs, yeah. kind of. Yeah. I, I think I, mean, I think Run the Jewels group. is like double kind of in that group. Like, yeah, I think they belong in that group. Yeah, like you know, this very I, I call it hip hop that pretends Kanye West didn't happen. Like, <laughs> like, which is I mean, I'm which right now exactly what I need. Like, yes, yeah. Go back and listen to Time and Talk Four. That, I, I love Tana Talk. Yeah, I love Tana Talk. Did you listen to uh, Only God Forgives or something? I I've only listened to it like two or three times, but it's the West Side Gun, not West Side Gun. God damn it, Conway the Machine. Conway the Machine. I I feel like they like take turns releasing. Yeah, God don't make mistakes. Okay, I think I did listen go. to that. They've that released so many good. this year. I'm going to have to limit like, their contributions to my end-of-the-year list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's going to be tough. We still think, got a whole Do you think it could compete with uh, Soul Sold separately? Bro, I was just listening to that today. Bro, the first song, when Freddie Gibbs starts singing before Kelly Price said it. It's so <laughs> good. It's hilarious to me, bro. Like, the fact that he added that to the song, love it. Yeah, absolutely, like, incredible. But um, I guess we can jump on to the singles. I'll just fly through them because they're, they're pretty straightforward singles. Um, I'll start off with the easy one. I tried to do some research. Gucci Mane is supposed to be coming out with a single this week. I don't have a title for it, but look, if I could feel like Gucci Mane in 2006, that's all I need in life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm definitely going to promote that a little bit. Um, Stormzy is coming out with a single Hide and Seek. Brandon, do you know who Stormzy is? I'm actually curious. It sounds super familiar. I think I've heard of it. British Grime, hip-hop. 
He's over yeah, in England. Yeah, I've heard no. of him. Yeah, for sure. I haven't heard of him, but no. the British UK Dude, Grimes legit. It can it can be legit. They are they are going hard right now. They're going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with this. I don't I can't like name any songs like off the top of my head. But I would yeah. definitely dive into it. You never know. Um uh, more it, recently. I'll give it a whirl. I've been trying there is an artist that's just been blowing up like crazy. Who? He is out of um I forget what country. It's a country in Africa. Jesus Christ. Uh, it, he's huge. Is some with a beat burner boy? Is it burner yeah, boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah burner boy, burner boy. That's it. That's it. Man, that okay. is it. Jumping back from Cutland, both the English people like Stormzy, a whole bunch of artists out of England, and also Burner Boy out of, out of Africa. Jesus Christ, they've been blowing up. Yeah, like uh, it's been ridiculous. Burner Boy has been really hot right now. So yeah, I need to do a deep dive on like just music outside the U.S. I feel like we don't listen to it enough. Yeah, no, it's definitely something I want to expand my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing though, it does seem like to a degree that because hip hop is like such a reflection of like let's call a spade a spade the black American experience. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like stuff that takes hip hop influence from other countries just misses it. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah it's about, mainly because like the friend group I have, I've been mostly exposed to like hip hop esque stuff that comes out of Asia, and it just mm-hmm. it just always it rubs me like just a little bit wrong. I just feel like in general, like I don't know, America just has, this, and not to get too political, but America has this like I don't I don't, I don't want to call it, like a bias or something, but something built in like a stigma where they just think other countries aren't as good, so we're blocked off of so much. Yeah, stuff. it's just yeah, we're all brainwashed right. in the shit. Yeah, like, it's, it's called pride. It, yeah, and like we do it with sports, we do it with everything, and so yeah. just like in general with music, there's so much music out there that people don't realize. You just got to get into it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, But going off of Stormzy, on to the next one, which is probably the biggest one. Now, we talked about this recently in terms of one of our episodes, speaking about post-humorous uh, albums and music and things like that. Juice World and, well, I don't know whose song it is. It's Juice World and Marshmallow is coming out with a single called Bye Bye. Yeah. It's... Are we getting to that point? Is, is it... We, it, we, we absolutely are. I feel like we've passed it with Juice World a while yeah. ago. You know, yeah, I, I, I definitely think Juice World has albums that were released posthumously that were done well, that were, like, should have came out. But we are well past that point. So let me ask a question. Say, for instance, you're an artist that was... Juice World was, like, really, really blown up before he died. He was just getting started. Yeah. So really, he was. He yeah, was he getting really started in career. And also, what like, let's if, like. I also think he was creatively like just doing really dope shit. He was. Yeah. So here's my question: If you're someone that's just blowing up and everyone's hitting you up before you die, everyone calls you in and you literally do a song with everyone, and then you die. Imagine if you did fifteen songs. Does everyone put that in a vault, or do you release it? No, I, but like, 
I, I agree that like there's gonna be like examples like that that it, it's pretty clear that you should still release that music. Mm-hmm. Where I think we start getting in the gray areas is like what happened what, what's probably happening with this but like what we know happened with like that michael jackson feature on scorpion uh where like it was just some unused verse in a vault somewhere probably yeah. never meant to yeah, see the yeah, light of yeah, day because yeah. i mean and like even... i'm thinking this is probably that so like yeah if okay. it's the situation where like he was blowing up he probably worked with a bunch of people i know like he like I remember hearing about um the the Eminem album that came out with Godzilla that has him on. Like he mm-hmm. did that in the studio with Eminem. And it, I know some albums he, take time. Yeah, yeah, and he, and Juice World passed like before the the album release. Because think know. about it, we waited five years for the Kendrick album. Yeah, just imagine if one of Kendrick's first songs was just like I'm gonna have Juice World on. Well, another thing to take into consideration, I think there's two points. One, this is a single, not an album. True. So this could have came out a long like time the ago. day after he died, mm-hmm. back in 2019. It could have yeah. came out now. Two, which I think is more important, this is not confirmed that he did it with Marshmallow. It's not like he did this before passing away. This could be just a verse that Marshmallow bought. That's true, because Marshmallow... His whole career, like DJing, is remixing songs. So this yeah. could be something he took old and just flipped with. Yeah, and Marshmallow was on Legends Never Die and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, right. So like he's been really working with Juice World. He also has a bunch of songs with Little Peep from after he died. Yeah, yeah. Did it ever come out? Yeah, no. Like they're singles. There was one song that I feel like, <laughs> yeah, you really milked. Juice World after his death, and that was DJ Cali song. Yeah, this song, like that's the bad part. That's what I'm saying. Good song. I really it, like the song, right. but you can tell, like, you don't have a verse, it's just a hook. It was literally it's just a Juice hook. World song, it was his song. Yeah, and DJ Cali just took it, put the DJ Cali intro, and then Juice World, yeah, went off it, it. it was, and I really enjoyed the song. That's man, you just brought up a good point. That was so annoying. Besides that, DJ Khaled album actually was better than that. Was one of his better <laughs> albums in years. Brandon, did you actually listen to it? Absolutely I know not. We about no, it. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't think about DJ Khaled when people aren't talking to me about DJ Khaled. On your way to work one day, just waste your time. Okay, Brandon, how do you get to work? You drive, I take, you take the I take the bus. <laughs> The bus? Oh my god, the perfect time! I'm, I'm you're just riding, you're just driving. Yeah. You're you're not I'm, driving. Yeah, sitting on the bus, wasting time. Yeah, just turn it on and just fight through it. <laughs> how long is this? It? Is how probably long? his better how, one, and that's sad to say. How how long is it though? Like that's a big factor. That's, uh, it's an hour. Uh, I'll be honest. This because I'm on the bus for twenty minutes. So like, if I'll I could see. listen to it in the ride on the bus, okay. Break it down. Break yeah. it down between days. On your way to work and on your way home. Okay. Okay. This is is one of his better ones. Brandon I, acting like I don't listen to music like six out of my eight hours listen. in office. Brandon does not listen to music before noon. He's told me this multiple times. Wait, 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 wait. wait no, so yeah. How do you start your 
You've never started your morning just listening. Oh to no, me? I totally do. I don't. I don't okay. remember when I said oh, that. I, was about to say, I don't remember. Actually, you was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't listen to music to like later in the day. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I, wait. Now I do. Oh. I do have a habit where a lot of the times in the morning, like the first thing I do listen to, like when I walk out my door, is there's like a there's like a local news podcast that drops every morning at six thirty, like for your commute. Okay. And like I listen to that. Like I listen to a lot of more yeah. podcasts in the morning. But it's not like I never listen to music or I have like some kind of thing. But right. yeah, okay. like, I do typically listen to more podcasts in the morning. I'm gonna go off slightly off the rails a little bit. Here we go. Okay. And so <laughs> if anyone didn't know, my brother and I are African American black, however the hell you wanna Name us. We're human beings. Fuck titles. Anywho. Here we go. And Brandon, if I'm not mistaken, you're Hispanic, right? Yeah. Mixed. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Both African-American and Hispanic people, growing up on the weekends, usually when your mom wakes up, they're cleaning and there's music playing. Oh, loud-ass music. Now, yeah, loud-ass music. Did, now, look, we did grow up in the Christian household, so it might have been gospel playing. But for the most part, you should be used to waking up in the morning and, and listening to music. music. And hearing yeah, music. No, definitely. I think that's why. Because, like, I think, I think I'm trying to escape <laughs> that. I'm trying to end the vicious cycle. Although, like, I absolutely cannot clean my house and listen to the podcast. I have to have very that's loud different. music. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be music. It's got to be music. Yeah. That's Although, unlike, unlike growing up, it's not in Spanish. <laughs> 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 I mean, sometimes it is, but you know, like ten percent of the time. <laughs> no, I okay. guess you. Look, before you know it, you're gonna have kids. You're gonna be playing music in the morning. It's gonna happen quick, man. Jesus Christ! This is gonna <laughs> come apart. Yeah, be with those yeah. kids, like y'all, like Freddie Gibbs. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess moving on then, jumping into the actual news. Wait, 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 wait! I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. There's a single coming out tomorrow, isn't it? Which other single? Isn't Dochi dropping a song tomorrow? Called stressed? Really? Uh, find out right now. Yeah, the, it's called the unpaid nobody's definitely pay attention to female artists. Uh, I believe it's called. <laughs> I believe it's called <laughs> stressed. I okay. I hope she does. Oh, I'm on her Instagram right now. Oh, it came uh, out like two days ago. Okay, oh, it came oh, out this week then. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's why I haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah, so yeah. It debuted. Oh, remember that color show we talked about in that episode about like. Yes, sir. It debuted color on Colors. Color. I remember seeing that actually. I didn't listen oh, to it. Oh, I did see this, yes. But no, I, I, I saw that, it. yeah. Yeah, no, I was okay. aware of this. I did not know it was a new single, but. Look, my excuse is that it didn't release on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Those middle week things will throw you that off. That throws me off. Hey, hey but off, I'm yeah. gonna definitely dive a little bit deeper. The middle of the week, that's for Frank Ocean. Like <laughs> <laughs> literally, and that's it. Exclusively Frank Ocean. Um, so like I how do you expect me to get up for work the next day if I don't have a good cry? <laughs> look, yeah. Driving at night with some Frank Ocean, it heals everything you need. Yeah. Um, but going into the actual news then. I have a problem, Brandon. Here we go. And I hate it when this happens. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like I'm more passionate because this is one of my angel childs. <laughs> I know. This Travis is your golden Scott, boy. I know. This is one of my golden boys. Travis Scott is performing at Bronny, who, if you don't know, is little Bron or LeBron, LeBron James' oldest son. Yeah. 
He had a birthday party and Travis Scott is performing there. Yeah. Brandon, I'm very against this. I'm gonna be honest. Why? Why? I am so against this. Just because like I don't like the idea of artists performing at very small venues out of favors. I feel like a an idea of a live performance is supposed to be like this holistic, unique experience that like it, it's like you know the video that you showed me earlier this week on TikTok, Brandon, where the uh the lady was talking about how punk rap just feels different now. Yeah, oh yeah, party. about how yeah, as this exactly. lady talk about like how all these reunion tours like has punk feeling very different now. It, it just feels off. Like you have Blink 182 having these broad, <laughs> massive, like arena size concerts. And like it just goes against like the who culture. They are. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like Blink 182 was music meant to be played like in a like a dried pool for teenagers, not exactly in an mm-hmm. arena. Yeah. So and, I just and tra- like... there is there is like dissonance between like Travis Scott, this guy who makes music that's supposed to be played in stadiums, performing in someone's living room. Exactly. My, my one thing is that, like, so if this was, like, Travis Scott performing at, like, the kids of some, like, CEO who I've never heard of, like, some ultra-rich goblin person. <laughs> like Playboy Cardi did with the Jewish kid. Yes. Yeah, I like that. That like that would be like, okay, you're just buying access exactly. to a celebrity. Which like, to be fair, that's what they're selling. But like, yeah, I get why that's like kind of dicey and some people don't like it. Uh this though, I don't know. Maybe just cuz like I feel like LeBron James is like like accepted in the almost, culture. Almost yeah, he's like in the culture. Yeah, okay. That is you fair. Know, I will give you that. You know, All like, right. This this could totally be mis- like misconstru- like viewed as almost like a professional courtesy. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, let no me, <laughs> all right, Purvis. Let okay. me let me throw you a situation. Then, say for instance, five years from now, podcast blows up, which it will. Uh, you guys, <laughs> you guys become friends with Frank Ocean. He comes on for a show. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you finally get married. And he says, Frank Ocean, Daniel Caesar, whoever. Hey, as a favor, I will sing at your wedding. Will you tell him no? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, he got you. That was... Yeah. <laughs> First off, I don't think there is... I'm not going to say no. They're like, it's not on LeBron. This is more on Travis Scott. Travis Scott yeah. and LeBron are friends. I wouldn't expect Frank Ocean to be like, okay, yeah. let me put before I join. Then I would but be like, I'm hold saying, on, what's going on? But if, yes, it's friend, friend, yes. if it's a friend, yeah. you say yes. Now we got to think, is Travis Scott really friends with LeBron? He's really, I, he's I definitely, I definitely think he wants people to think he is. Yes, that is, that is we fair. all wait. James fair. Harden, that is fair. He is really good friends with James Harden. Literally, James Harden and Katie be showing up. At James Harden and Kevin Durant. So why not LeBron? Yeah, yeah. No. You, make you do make. Yeah. Now I just look. I definitely see like the phenomenon you're talking about, and it like it gives me the heebie-jeebies. But this one doesn't set off the alarm. Okay, this one is passable. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what should set off your alarm? You've already brought it up. Yeah. 
The Kanye uh, West Reddit is in shambles, right? Dude, now. everything's in shambles. Like, how much copium can you take? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. It's hard. It is hard. Like, so the most recent stuff, you know, he was at Candace Parker's. Um, what's it called? Who's, is Candace Parker? Yeah. Who's Candace Parker? Is not Candace Parker. Not Candace. Parker. Candace Owens. Owens. Candace Owens. 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 Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, let me get that confused. Yeah. So sorry, Candace, Candace Parker. Parker. That was a TV show from the '90s. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, is this is this a different <laughs> thing? Like, but no, yeah, no, no. Candace yeah. Owens. Candace Owens. Owens, most dishonest person on the internet. Like, yes, she is. Uh, had a release. I don't know what the term is for movie releases, but. Oh, premiere. He was at the premiere for her Lies Against Black Lives Matter organization or whatever. Who cares? He was there. Some other celebrities. Is there any... Because we, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but we didn't have Isaac on last time. Is there anything Kanye can do that really is going to make like the community be like, nah, we're done? Like, just, just turn off the I, I think I think we're I think we're getting there. We he's, he's pushing. I, I think okay. no. This is this personally was like the breaking point for me, and like I think it's going to be the breaking point for the culture. Oh, I okay. I really do. Like especially like with the remember we talked last week about how he was on Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. So apparently, I did watch the highlights. Uh, yeah. I mean, first off, you shouldn't. Tucker Carlson's a piece of shit. Uh, I didn't give him the views. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, but. So apparently they edited out like a bunch of like wild shit he said and it yeah. was yep. so bad someone leaked it. Although my favorite part is like when he tries to bait him on the vaccine and he just doesn't take it. Like that's what, mm-hmm. that part was funny. <laughs> All the highlights that I saw made him seem like this nigga is off the deep end completely. Yeah. I think okay. there's and then when you the the tweet the tweet yeah, around the, the, the world. Three. Yeah. Who thinks? So, who thinks I'm gonna Brandon, say that? Who thinks like I'm gonna say that? <laughs> I'm gonna say. I will say this. The three of us. I feel like we are. Oh, this is gonna sound so bad. People who have some level of intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a big old smarty. So does have a master's degree. With that, I mean, yeah. So you I'm have your I'm masters. I have my masters. I'll be done in December. Purvis will be done in December. By the end of December, all three of us will have our masters. Yeah. Um, Mine's a Fugazi, yeah, so not that, Fugazi masters, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a piece of paper. But anywho. Yeah, that, it's that. <laughs> That's what I can do. Hire me. I can follow instructions. <laughs> I swear to God, I can follow instructions. It's like I but have we're, a we're, job. Like... <laughs> we're just we're, we're off topic where i'm going with this all of us i feel like can agree years ago no matter what kanye drop we're listening to whatever he did we're going to participate in we all also agree dude you are tweaking beyond the point of return yeah so for the three of us we're almost like we're borderline well i'm gonna speak for myself I'm borderline I'm getting there. <laughs> of like, bro, I can't do it anymore. But I will say this. The newer generation, they don't give a crap about anything. We see some of the stuff that they do. We see some of these 
dumbass videos and stuff of pranks and stuff that they try to do. We see and hear some of the music that they think is hot. Like, I literally, I just came from basketball practice. I coach a basketball team. Literally, before practice started, we had a conversation about music. And the, guy, and the kids asked me, hey, coach, who's your two favorite artists right now? I said, well, if I had to name two people, probably J. Cole yep. and Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> J. Cole easy, and Kendrick Lamar. Easy answers, yeah. Easy answers. So then they're naming people. Half of them I know. The other half, <laughs> who the hell are these people? I'm like, all right. Somebody Big grab young boy. <laughs> somebody grab their phone and let me hear a song. And I'm like, how do you listen to this? And so, yeah. with that being said, Kanye West has this lock over the young culture. I will give commends to Kanye West. You have somehow been able to tackle every era since you came out. Yeah, that's true. You've been important for every era you came out, which is very rare. The nigga won't go. That's what I'm yeah, saying. He, he won't, won't go, go away. away. He won't go away. And so you have these new generation kids that will continue to buy his clothes, continue to listen to his music, Folks. no matter what he says, because a lot of stuff that he says that irritate, I would say African-Americans in general, is like, bro, do you not know the struggle we went through? Some of these new kids don't even know what the Tesla massacre was. Yeah, they don't know nothing. They yeah. don't know anything about the the uh, Red Wing pilots. Nothing. Literally, nothing. literally, you talk about like slavery was a choice, but they don't even grasp. They don't even grasp yeah. what slavery even. Means. So they're just like, oh, Kanye West is saying something. I'm still going to listen yeah. to the man. But like, so the I new generation say, will keep him alive. I would also just want to point out because I agree with you 100. percent I 100%. I think you have said everything correct. Uh, but also, they're kids and they've been given a very. Twi- the only th- no- thing they know is the shit they teach them in public schools, which aren't great. Fact. You yeah. know? In the like, internet. You know, the, yeah, and the, yeah, and, and the internet with a teenager's maturity towards the internet, right? Exactly. Right. So, yeah. Like, understanding of a maturity. Exactly. Yeah. Like, look, like, once right. you go to college and you learn how to critically think and shit, like, yeah, you can learn a lot off the internet. I think that's actually valid. But, yeah, not a teenager isn't, though. No, uh, you don't really so develop like, your brain from 25. I, on one hand, though, it's almost like, one, I don't want to play into the same. Because, like, they said that when I was 18 about Waka Flocka. Like, <laughs> you know? And, like... <laughs> they did say that. You know, like... <laughs> I had Fetty Wap. <laughs> yeah. I had Fetty Yeah. We had a Chief Keef. Uh, we had uh, 6 9 which I think they might have been right that time. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't miss on that one. He yeah. is definitely not an influential anymore. Not an influential J. Cole called it to the T. Yeah, he did. Him and, and Kanye. <laughs> and look, let me, let's, let me ask a question, and y'all be honest. If the man drop another album, you're going to listen, right? Yes. I mean, probably. I, I'm going to say uh, probably. Brandon, Brandon we going to have to listen. We I, own a hip-hop co- podcast. We yeah. going to at least have to listen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, when you put it that way. Like, when, Look, you, become, like when you draw my attention people. to the podcast that I'm currently recording. He said but like, crazy stuff before Donda dropped. I, Donda actually, Donda I disagree too. with that. No, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that. Because I remember you, saying after the... Because, like, the 2018 Kids See Ghosts 
uh, and Ye, like, dropped. That was when he started doing the Trump thing the first time around. Yeah, right? Which, like, look, I am I am an enemy of, like, Trumpism. But, but, <laughs> I yeah. don't think it's equivalent to what he's doing now. I think, like, what he's saying now is much, much worse. Well, let me ask you a question. And Donda, I thought he was very quiet. Like, shockingly quiet until the Pete Davis. He talked about that. At least in terms of politics. Yeah, in terms, in terms of, of politics, himself, just like when during Donna like the rollout, like when he was in the stadium and everything, he okay, was like, wait, "All right, time out." Then it was the Yay yeah. release that he was very political. That's when wait, he said wait, wait. the slavery was a choice thing. Right, right, right. When he said slavery was a choice, that, that was, was before yeah. Donna, right? That was yeah, yeah. that was that like was in 2018. Okay, let's use that for example. When did Yay come out? Yeah, that was like in 2018. But like my 2018, yeah. right before all right. I, yeah, and I still this, I still listen to Yay and Kids See Ghosts. Okay, yeah. let's say this. Forget about okay, no, not forget about. Forget about the Trump part. If he's made that comment in 2018, let's also think about how he says slavery was a choice. As an African American man, for you to tell me slavery was a choice, and I still listen to Donda. You telling me this year you took you went in on Black Lives Matter? Give me another two to three years and you drop another CD. I'm probably gonna listen to the shit. That's influence. That's you a, see what that's, I'm a really, that, that's a that's actually a really valid point. I, I never could. That's what I'm saying. Because like yeah, you, I think like when I think about 2018 Kanye rant, I think of the Trump stuff, and I specifically right? think of like the reaction to it by like a lot of like what I would call whiny white liberals who are like. Okay. How, like, comparing, like, Kanye, like, advocating for Trump, which I think is bad, to, like, Michael Jackson and R. Kelly. And I'm like, no, those are not the same thing. And it's it's genuinely fucked up that you're saying that about a mentally ill black man, like, from your place, you know, like, you shouldn't do that. Uh, But, yeah, no, the slavery is a choice thing was definitely different. You're right. And like, look, we got to remember, most artistic geniuses are half crazy. We can go through history and look at different situations. Yes, but I can also, yes, but I also could could say uh, that there are a lot of people who we would call crazy who don't say such vile anti-Semitic shit. This is true. true. There are plenty of crazy people. We don't go anywhere near that. You just made up a really good point because there is a tweet that came out by John Legend that I really held on to. And he said, why is it that every independent free thinker somehow along the lines, one hate black people, one hate Jews? It's, it's every all, single time. It's all because, It, it yeah. always lines up and Better, it doesn't yeah. make sense. It's, it's a phenomenon. It absolutely is, you know? And like- It is. One, I now think it's difficult putting one of your favorite artists in that circle. Like, damn. So, like, do you want to hear my conspiracy theory brain? Like, oh, I, I, uh, I have a theory about this. Okay, so it's like the reason why, like, all the free, like, the way we, the reason why we perceive like all free thinkers wind up like being anti-Semitic and racist and shit like that is because, like. That shit is baked into like the systems that are in play right now, like in our government and in our society. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they do that, they don't threaten the status quo. When real independent thinkers happen, 
like Abby Hoffman, they're censored. And if they're black, like Fred Hampton, they're murdered. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, if someone's actually, like, free thinking and black, they're, like, usually killed by the government. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we can know. go down a very long list. You know, like, and maybe, maybe it's my conspiracy brain, but that's what I think. Yeah, I follow. I do follow. But um, we gave this man too much time. <laughs> yeah, but we got we got we got big news about killer content coming in six months. Purvis, you want to drop that? Yeah, shit? Let's, let's say let's switch over to really good news. Yeah, uh, Jid and Smino, or JID and Smino, whatever you want to say. I call it Jid. Yeah. Bro, anyone who says bro. JID, I'm gonna throw a rock at you. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Jid. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, bro. Like, when you sent this... Okay, first off, the tour that was leaked did not include Chicago. I was pissed. pissed. <laughs> we were so mad. Pissed. <laughs> I was like, bro. I was like low-key, though. I'm like, we could drive to Milwaukee. That was my... Bro, attitude. I already considered yeah. it. I was like, no. Nah, I'm Madison like... Only like three I'm like, I would... I'm like, Purvis is going to buy my ticket. I could easily just pay for his gas in Milwaukee. Like, like it's, it's no question. Oh, But for Sminu to represent us so hard. That's why I was like, there's no way. I'm oh, like... Bro. There's no but, way. And... Right. But it actually came out they are coming to Chicago March 21st. I'm pretty sure all three of us got it. Yeah, I got tickets. tickets. I got tickets. Oh, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I am so excited. One of our cousins got a ticket. I'm yeah. so excited. Uh, we gotta, we're, we're gonna have to hype up our appearance. Like we're gonna have, we're gonna do like a little unpaid nobody's meet and greet. So if you're listening to the show, go to the Jid oh, yeah. yeah. oh, I'm letting you guys know oh, right we- now. I will be buying the three of us shirts yeah. with the logo in the front and a QR code in the back. No, yeah. I'll uh, I'm I'm gonna be working with a, a friend of mine who's like a professional designer and we're gonna be making something. Perfect. Yeah. We will not drop the ball like yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna prepare. We're gonna be we're gonna be stickers, we're gonna have QR stickers, we're gonna slap on the bathroom stalls. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got we got six well, like to be fair, we got six months to prepare for this and we had like that is very true. We had two weeks for J. Cole and a day for Lollapalooza. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a day for Lollapalooza. There's That's no the reason to drop the ball this time. Yeah, no, we got six months. Yeah, we're we're gonna, it it's, it's going to be a thing. So we're going to do that, and I think we're going to go and do a special episode right after. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I am freaking excited. And, and it's at my favorite venue, like a mile from my front door. It's a 20-minute walk. I've never been to that venue. You, oh, dude, I love I've that never been to that venue. Aragon Ballroom is clutch. All I know oh, is I got a ticket for my wife. I have a saved list of 125 restaurants on my phone to check out that's in the city of Chicago. There's one that's literally down the street. Perfect. If it, it and it's sushi. Uh, uh, oh, it's I'll sushi? Right now. Okay, I, don't I know believe it's sushi, but all I know is if... I can get my wife to take half a day. I take the day off, whatever the case might be. Take the whole day. We're <laughs> going to get food. It's literally down the block. We're going to get food, and then we're going to uh, go to the concert. Uh, where's the concert again? Argon Ballroom. Argon. It's uh, in Uptown. It might call Aragon Entertainment Center. Yeah, is it Agami? No, it's Argon. San. Oh no! Talking about the restaurant. Sorry. San Wu Barbecue. Oh, okay. The restaurant. Jesus Christ. 
That's the name yeah. of the restaurant. Yeah. That's down literally it's like down the street. Yeah. I told yeah. my wife we're gonna get something to eat and then we're gonna go to the concert. Purvis, if you want and... to come here and Yep, pregame. Yeah, we can <laughs> pregame stuff our shoes with drugs. Uh, um and this and is we can the... take the Clark bus up in yeah. twenty minutes. <laughs> so March twenty first falls on a Tuesday. I think it's a Tuesday. Yep. I'm going to call it a whole you know day off. It is, oh, yeah, I'm taking the day and the day after off. Like, Tuesday and Wednesday just go have to, <laughs> they go have to do it. No, I'm taking, I'm, taking, I'm taking Tuesday and Wednesday off. Um, I was about to say, they going to have to survive without me. J.P. Morgan, you're good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm, that you it. J.P. Morgan dropped Kanye. There we you go. know that, White. Yep. Cut off all his funds. Yeah. Let's not go back to Kanye. Oh, <laughs> Let's not go back to Kanye. Um, then what we can do now, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little disconnected. I haven't had the strongest connection to Chicago growing up because I was in the suburbs. John Watt Day is coming out November 26th. Can one of you explain everything? Uh, Brandon, you want to go or you want me to go? No, you go because I don't know who John Watt is either. I'm I'm from Melrose Park, which is like... (laughs) So this is perfect. Um, I will be taking my wife for her birthday. Her birthday is the 27th of November. Um, they have been doing, I would like to say, a home concert for the past maybe five years. It never fails. Saba and his crew. Oh, which, this um, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their name of the, oh, what's the name of the group again? Um, um. Ah, no, I know this. Um, Was it Ghetto Sage? I or something? know this. This is going to kill me. My wife will kick my ass right now because she's group? a Saba fan. And even though I put her on Saba, so Saba and some of, her, some of his friends, um, no they have a group together. Way I missed this. Is, there the one with, uh, is that the one with Saba, No Name, and Smino? Pivot Game. Pivot Game. Thank you. Oh, okay. Pivot Game. For the past five, maybe six years, Pivot game every year around Thanksgiving without fail has a concert here in Chicago without fail. And my wife has been wanting to go every year. And because of of certain situations, we never made it. I am vowing right now I will be taking my wife to this concert. Um, I will say this. If you are a Chicago native, you love good music, you enjoy Saba, you need to be there. This is an annual thing that they do every year. And as soon as this popped up, before my brother even, my brother and I even talked about it, she had already sent me a screenshot. She was like, I've called off every year missing this thing off. We are going this year. So no matter what, we're going. It's going to be awesome. Um, pretty much, it's like Pivot Game. It's going to be amazing. That's all I have to say about it. Okay. And for me personally, for a West Sider, yeah, this is this is dope. Yeah, yeah, because Pivot Game is from the Austin neighborhood, right? Which is yep. you know half mile from where I grew up. Yep. I mean, November 26th is going to fall on a Saturday, Brandon. We might just end up going. I we'll might be end up going. Yeah. My wife and I will be there. 
Hey, bet. I will, I will definitely dive a little bit deeper into this. I've listened to Pivot Games' recent album. Um, it is phenomenal. Um, besides that, Sava's been on the list for a while. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen anything or heard anything about the other members. Let me say that. You know what Pivot Game reminded me of, and this might, I don't know if it's a good example. Who's the group that we were just talking about on Instagram this week with kids, kids these days? Kids these days, dude. I, I remember when kids these days won that contest with Little Wayne yep. and Mountain Dew. Yep. I bought yep. that album. I was such a huge fan. Yep. And so with Pivot Game, think of kids these days. Kids these days, you think of Vic and Chance. With Pivot yeah. Game, you think of Saba. But there are extremely talented people that are in the group. Yeah. That just need to just break off on their own. Yeah. Like Donnie Trumpet, too. Hey, I'm fully in for it. Because I know Saba already made a career for himself. Whoever else is in this, like I said, I listened to the album. I'm pretty sure I saved most of it. Um, I'll be diving into this. No question. Yeah, me too. But jumping off of Pivot Gang. Yeah, we'll we do this one real quick because this was fun. One of the more... I guess we're we're kind of making our way into the actual topic of the podcast. We had Tony Hawk giving Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi skateboard lessons. Probably one of the classic white people that's mentioned that's accepted by the black community. He's oh, invited yeah. to the barbecue. Oh yeah, he no, is Tony Hawk to is Tony Hawk um, is one of the best. Yep, he gave lessons to Kid Cudi on skateboarding, and um, it's only fitting. It's only fitting for the episode, Brandon. That, with, without further delay, we're we're at the after some egregious cutting. We're at the <laughs> egregious cutting. Yeah, we're at the uh, we, the main uh, topic. We had a you call it like a multimedia project. Kid Cudi drops Enter Galactic. It's a movie, but also an album. But yes. the album is not like a soundtrack to the movie, except when it is. Debatable. <laughs> we'll get to it. I mean, yeah. A multimedia release is a great way to put it. We got some visual effects, some yeah. audio effects. Um, I think what would be best would just be jumping right into the Netflix special. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about the movie. Um, yeah. Brandon, you saw this before me. What are your thoughts? So, I I liked it like a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that kind of set off some red flags is I could have sworn that this was supposed to be a series. Yes. I had the same reaction. I think and, everyone thought that. And I wonder if they had like a very boring eight episode series <laughs> and they cut well, it into a pr- real good like 90 minute movie. Like, So like the movie special it had multiple chapters. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if each chapter was supposed to be an episode and they kind of thought there's not enough for each chapter to be an episode. So yeah. let's just put it all together. Yeah. Because I, now, I, what's interesting, if you are saying it should have been cut, that sounds like a very difficult task for editing in terms of, you know, it's, it's not something I've ever, it's not like unheard of to like cut things that were like meant to be released like as a TV show they cut it into a movie right. uh, or the opposite way like uh, The Sopranos originally the, the first episode was supposed to be a movie but they ran out of money halfway through and they cut it into a pilot 
Yeah. 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 I mean, Disney just announced uh, one of their upcoming shows, Armor Wars. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be a Disney Plus show, and now it's going to be a movie. Yeah. Now, what I said, too much information that's going to be in there for it to be a TV show. You got to do a movie. And I also think, like, right now, like, kind of getting into the movie industry a bit, I think releases are really fluid right now. You see a lot of stuff coming straight to home. Like, right. This is this is much higher quality than any like straight to home m- music adjacent release you'd ever get like ten years ago. It's very uh, true. It's very true. And I think what's ironic because I definitely think like the idea that it's, oh it's chapters like and those mm-hmm. chapters could have been episodes that definitely like makes it. sense to me. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like I think the story, like just like on a purely story level, like if you just like. Had the screenplay for it. I think it's a fairly standard romantic comedy, uh, a good yeah, one, an especially good, good one. But yeah, very, yeah, yeah, like an especially good romantic comedy. Like I really don't think it's like anything too crazy, uh, except like on the way it's executed because it's animated. And one, mm-hmm. I think, like just bringing like a story like a romantic comedy, something a little bit more down to earth. In animation, I think that's really cool, and I think the visuals are just excellent. I don't know if they're like tippity tippity top tier, but I got zero complaints. Um, I had a question now that you mentioned that. In terms of rating this quality, if you're saying it's tippity top tier or not, one thing that we have talked about constantly on this podcast, and it's just kind of ingrained into the culture now. I feel like the standard in terms of an A-tier animation is Spider-Man, the multiverse. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's... Th- th- this is, yeah, how, do you, the, like, how, how do you compare this? Do you think oh, it's better or worse? I, I was, see, that's tough because you're trying to compare it. For me personally, someone that's a comic book fan... Yeah, me too. I'm a, comic I, book, I, yeah. It's tough because you look at the animation. The animation is so similar, but sometimes the story can alter your judgment of yeah. how well it was done. And the other thing is that, like, you know, I, I think on an animation level, there's some similarities, like, aesthetically. But on a right. story level, they're so different. Like, this is, right. like, it, me, and my, me and my girl watched it, and we kind of talked about, like, how... This could have been live action, except for like the trippy visuals that they that really do yeah. seem to sell the story and be yeah. give it some soul. So and like it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um, Purvis, your thoughts? Say that um, one more time. So going into it, what I would say I listened to the album first before I saw the show. Yeah, that was probably a mistake. Yeah, it was. It was a mistake. Yeah, yeah but I was. definitely think it the was. movie was stronger. Definitely. Um, the movie was very much stronger. I will get to my review of the album later, obviously. So I'll hold off on those comments. But in terms of the movie itself, so I'll focus on the animation piece and the story. That was fantastic. Honestly, did. Yeah. It's, um, you know, writing... it's not like this innovative piece of storytelling. It's a romantic comedy, but it's a really, really yeah. well done one. It's a rom com. Yeah, and it's yeah, rom com. Yeah, and it speaks to a generation that doesn't have rom coms. They've fallen so. It, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, and you don't have many nowadays. <laughs> and I'm know, a as, sucker for rom com. As a creative professional living in the city, 
and, and dating a witchy black girl. It's like, oh, this is for me. Like, <laughs> this is me. Yeah, right. Yeah, like. I feel that. Anything else, Purvis? I mean, like, like I said, going into it, I do regret listening to the album first. Um, I think the animation, focus on animation by itself. Yeah, I thought it was phenomenal. I honestly do put it at the same tier as Spider-Man: The Multiverse. Um, a lot of visual effects that they added into the animation was really nice, in my opinion. Yeah, so like the trippy parts. Yeah, so like, I was sober listening to this, and like, yeah. I was like, "This is really good. Yeah, 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 yeah." No, I was not, but yeah, the <laughs> apart from like the actual animation, the visual storytelling of it is really cool. They use the form to its advantage. Like yeah. the scene where they're in the restaurant and the fan is going by the camera, and for like one, when they talk about Mister Rager, he turns mm-hmm. into Mister Rager yep. for like one, like so just nice. the, that the kind of brain. yeah, yeah. that brain. yeah, that visual storytelling of it is really really effective. Yeah, and definitely. I I honestly think like having that combined with such a down to earth drama made it like really unique. Yeah, it was very relatable. When you say down on earth, that's one it, thing yeah. that really did stand yeah. out. Just like what he does habitually on yeah. a day to day basis, how he handles his life, how he interacts with women in general. Yeah, it's yeah. a very personalized kind of visual effect and movie that you can like legitimately. A lot of rom coms, like you say, it's not many nowadays anyway. But back in the day, that was created in two thousands. Oh yeah, it was unrealistic. Yeah. Not yeah. unrealistic, but like. I don't first experience. They were very broad characters, you know. Yeah, they were exactly. very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where these ones, it's you know, true. like you see, like that Kid Cudi's character is kind of a fuckboy, and like he's flawed. Yeah. Like he's not like he's a good dude, and we cheer for him. But like, was he a fuckboy? Yeah, I think I think in the beginning. I think I think in the I think the movie is ultimately about him rejecting that I, kind of lifestyle. So it's kind of hard for that to be the point. Interesting. Okay, I'll say it's kind of hard for him to for that to be like what the movie's about and have him not be that to a bit. Okay, well, both of you all gave your points in the movie. Yeah, I'll give mine. I'll give mine. I would not label him a fuckboy solely because the movie starts off he's single. He bumped into his ex girlfriend. Yeah. He bumped into her. He didn't he go did, find he her. He did bump into her. He bumped yeah. into her. He bumped into him. Matter of fact, she said, reach out to me. He was like, all right, cool. We'll hang out. Had a one-night situation with an ex. That doesn't make you That's a fuckboy. Right that there. doesn't I, I, make I, you a fuckboy. That makes I, you question what's the definition of a fuckboy. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like, like interesting because like... Exactly. It's it's human, and that's the thing, right? Like it. That's it why was a human situation. Like for me, if I bump into my ex and then we smash in two nights later, I'm. It wasn't two nights later. It was the same night. Yeah, that's yeah. even worse. When they went out, it was the same night. But, but then this is why I say he's not. And a then you boy. wake up and be like, ah, I'm thinking about it now. Wait, wait. I don't want to do wait, this. Wait, no, no. This is why. Two reasons why he's. I would not claim him as a fuckboy. One, he was. Honest. As soon as he woke up, he was honest from the get go. As soon as he, immediately, he was come like, see my mom, bro. He rats. think about it. There was they were smoking and drinking the whole night previous prior. He wakes up 
And he tells, he was honest from the get-go. She was like, you finna get in the shower? He was like, look, we need to talk. This was a mistake. He was honest from the get-go. He didn't drag his ex along. And then with his new girl. Even got closure with that. He got his new girl. And then he didn't run, really run back to the ex at all for anything. All they had was the one situation. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that didn't see it. Oh, but there's spoilers. Yeah, you're watching an episode of a podcast about something. Fuck off. Like spoiler alert. Yeah. So he went. He went pretty much to go. I'll just say this. I'll say this. He went to help his ex-girlfriend with a situation. It was a misunderstanding. A misunderstanding, misunderstanding. non-sexual. Yeah. But questionable. Questionable. And so I wouldn't label him as fuckboy. But for my opinion of the movie as a whole, um, graphic-wise, fucking loved it. Yeah. Like you said, you compared it to Spider uh into the Spider-Verse. It was a great comparison. Yeah. I love that type of graphic work. Yeah. Um, besides it's the graphic work, animated. Yeah. Besides that, the story, I love rom-coms. Um, it wasn't a lot of comedy. I feel like it was just the right amount of comedy. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Now, the part, the two things that really grabbed my attention the most was how they depicted New York. Because I've never been to New York. That's on my list of places to go to. They made New York look amazing. Yeah, like I've always really heard. Did. Yeah, my I've heard to, two different yeah, sides of New my York. My trip to New York was nice. I'm not Everyone tells me, oh, New York is dirty and people are rude. But then I also hear D- New York is like the arts. It's the, the, it's the biggest mecca. city in the world. Like, yeah. It's yeah, like, it's one of the biggest cities in the world. Music, right. art, fashion, you name it. It is it's massive and it plays into the culture. Exactly. When I went for my business trip, I felt it. I was only there for two days. It's, it's, like, it's, okay, it's pace. Yeah. It's boom, 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 boom. So I would love to visit New York. So I love how they did that. Yeah, and the I love when thing, the location becomes like a character. Oh, yeah, they definitely. Because there was right. moments where they panned out and just showed like the high rises. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that view was beautiful. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a cityscape. Oh, hell yeah. And so the the second part that I really enjoyed was, yo, this was a movie for the culture. It was, every t- I don't know if you guys noticed, I noticed. Every time he changed shoes, they had a scene where they zoomed in on the shoes. And I was shocked as fuck to see him it wearing Yeezy. Yeezy. Yeah. That's the I was that I was that's, uh, like, that, that's evidence of the long pipeline for animation. Exactly. Clearly, yeah. this was in the works before oh, their oh, fight. Oh, yeah. He announced this like in what, like 2019 or something? Yeah, it was a while ago before the fight. Even it was like started, years. I was still working at Best Buy when he announced it. Yep. The, at the blue store? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. They're back open right. as they a uh, open. open box location. But <laughs> anywho, um, but even that, and when the movie started, within the first ten minutes, he had a stitched statue of the bear, um, the calls bear statue. Yep. I'm like, bro, there's nothing but hip hop all through yeah. this. Virgil tribute at the all the way at the yeah. end. The Virgil tribute was amazing, and so this movie, all in all, okay, I watched the movie twice. When I first watched the movie, movie without giving a one to ten rating. I would have given it a C plus B minus. The second time I watched it, I would have gave it a B, a high B plus. So 
I the movie was amazing. Fucking um his best friend um Tyler um Ty Dollar Sign. Ty Dollar Sign. He did an amazing <laughs> really job. Oh, oh my god. The gap between how good he was and how good I expected him to be. Massive. Yes. Huge. Like, it was huge. I mean, and so and like the yeah. other one was Timothy Chalamet, like a legitimate movie yeah. star. And they had a, actually a lot of features in it. Which was yeah, a lot of like little cameos. Yeah, it was a lot of cameos, which was extremely dope. They had Jaden Smith on there. A lot of people don't like Jaden Smith. I like Jaden Smith. Oh yeah, no, the J- I like the Jaden Smith cameo. Yeah. So hey, all in all, definitely a B plus for the movie. What do we think about uh, Jessica Williams, the actress who played the uh, Meadow, the main? Oh, she did, she did good. She did. I, so, I, I loved it. I'm a huge fan of Jessica. I love Jessica it. Williams. I love it. She is her, incredibly talented. Yeah, her cart. To be honest, to me, her animated character Meadow, yeah. Meadow, they look alike almost. Yeah, in a weird way, <laughs> like they almost actually every character that if you look they at them, the they the almost look like the live action person. Yeah, yeah. No, I it, it the the balance they struck between being yeah. really abstract and. Like trippy and being so down to earth was really well done. Yeah, I should ask them, Brandon. Since since we have been going on about this, I want to ask: What are your negatives? Like, where do you see an opportunity improve? Oh, I just think like it, the thing is that it's just it, it's kind of like the album. Like the the negatives are built right into the strengths, and that is that it's. A, a it's an especially good romantic comedy, but it is like kind of a generic romantic comedy. It and, was, yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I, that's the thing. Like I, story time and time again. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I, I just don't think it's innovative at all. I don't think it's. I, I think it's original in the way it depicts the characters. I think the characters are like really interesting and original, but the story, the movie as a whole. And even like as great as the animation is, what are we comparing it to? Mm-hmm. It's I, I think it's fair to say it's inspired to be a bit generous, but if we're being a little bit more realistic, maybe a little derivative of Spider Verse. So it, it's not that there's anything particularly bad about it. You know, it took a really solid formula for a story. It took a really solid aesthetic for animation. And it added really cool characters, but those are just going to be like inherently kind of formulaic, in my opinion. Okay, mm. yeah. No, I agree. So let me throw something at you on purpose. What is Kanye West's first CD? I mean, not kind. Of, I mean, Kid Cudi. I'm sorry. Kid what is Kid Cudi's first CD? Man on the Moon. Man on uh, the Moon. Right? Yeah, Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. How how long do you think Kid Cudi's been working on this project? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he probably. I don't, I don't think it's that long. I the I reason. I, I I yeah, it's hard to say. I think pr- he's probably worked on the movie longer. 
because one that's just how long it takes to get something animated animation it takes yeah. forever right and the other thing is like it's i think it's obvious in the quality i don't think the album's bad by any stress or even mid but like well, the reason why i brought that up man on the moon track number nine it's called intergalactic, intergalactic yeah intergalactic quote quote love connection this movie we both we all agree this is a love movie yeah oh yeah it's a love story through and through i i would say that's like an objective fact i think the song came before the movie yeah if i'm not honest i think the movie will be based off of the actual okay i listened to the song today interesting the song to a certain extent is the movie. Could have been on the in it the could movie. have been in the movie. Yeah, it could have been in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of that think song. Maybe he went back because we did just recently get his best hit CD. Do you think there's a possibility, even though he was working on this, maybe some of his old work helped build into this movie and album? I, uh, I. One, I think it's probably an example of like the creative iceberg theory, where mm-hmm. like the the like he probably had like all these ideas that went in and like got distilled down to the intergalactic song. Uh, and now that he has like the clout to get something like this made, I think he's just like farming that. Okay, so you say he farming has the- that? I'm sorry, that that <laughs> stood out. Specifically, why? Um, I feel like both. First, I felt this on the album because I listened to the album before the actual show. Once I listened to the actual next or watched the actual Netflix show, they all connect. It's a very like, it's such a basic kid cutty. I don't want to say a watered down kid cutty, but I feel like he is just farming out a type of media that only he can produce. When you think of Kid Cudi, you get this certain like aroma that mm-hmm. fills the room. Like you yeah. get this atmosphere and you think of it. I feel like he is just farming out what he can mass produce in that style because it earns its own place. It's its own category on its own field. So I feel like he didn't have to put in that much work. Well outside yeah. of his artery like what he does. This is just what Kid Cudi is. I would agree to a certain extent because in order to get technically your own special, you have to prove I can do this. Now, I don't know if, how well you've paid attention. Kid Cudi has been acting for a while now. Yeah. The first TV show I've ever saw Kid, Kid, Kid Cudi on was oh, on... Was it a- How to Make It in America? Yes! Yeah. I fucking love that show. Dude, that show I'm is great. So and it got canceled. Dude, that was like that was like supposed to be entourage for our generation. It was. But, yeah, it's so good. Love, I yeah. love how to how to make it in America. There was rumors they were going to bring it back. I don't know how true it was. Kid Cudi's character wasn't a big role, but he played his role very well. Yeah. And he yeah. has done quite a few TV shows and movies since then. So I would say it took time for him to prove, hey, not only do I do music, I can be in this acting world. Now I have an idea 
And who better to go to than Netflix? Netflix is like kind of right now the main person to go to if you have your own deal to try to get it done. Yeah. Or a TV show or a movie. I mean, I I personally think HBO is still the the masthead for TV and movies right now. I would say HBO is especially for TV show series, they're like the mecca for long-running superior shows. Yeah. But if you're someone new into the scene, yeah, yeah, if you want to make a splash, you know, it's Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's got to be Netflix. Yeah, they're all, they're almost like the Spotify of like exactly of like, yes that's uh, streaming great content. Example. But I also that's think a... that might be their downfall. But yeah, like, it can be. Yeah, it can yeah. be. And so, so with the movie, all in all, it, it was it was extremely entertaining. It was dope for the culture, and it was a door for him to possibly do other things because when this was announced i was not expecting a love of you know a rom-com when this was announced i'm thinking like futuristic high-tech super dope situation and we got something completely out of left field to me personally hmm. see i i kind of always thought it'd be this because like intergalactic is like i mean it was like an early attempt at like a club hit for him, I think. Uh-huh. And but it was like kind of like lovey dovey, so like It was. So I don't think this was too out of line, but yeah. I was expecting like maybe even something like science fiction. Exactly. That's my main thought. We're yeah. gonna it's gonna be some guys getting high. Yeah, it's gonna be some man on the moon shit. Like, like going to the moon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to I'm going through a black hole. I mean, it has the space. It's intergalactic. Like it's not True. like it, it, and yeah. May you say smoking was definitely included in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. other scene. Who brushes their teeth and get high at the same yeah, time? Oh yeah. That's, I I, that I, was I have fuck. never done that. Right? <laughs> that, that was tough as fuck. That's a love connection. Yeah. I don't know yeah, about that, that, that was, one. That was interesting. I'm like, isn't that counterproductive? Both yeah. of them, <laughs> but I don't know, Brandon. Should we rate it? Do you do you the think movie? Yeah. Well, like I want to ask one last thing, and I okay. and that is just real simply, like, what do you guys think of the music as far as like how it interfaced with the movie? Because oh, I did, I was like thinking, like, oh, is this like going to be almost like a musical where like the mo- like the music is like woven into the story? In a way, but it really is just needle drops of original music, which like is cool, but mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think there are absolutely times in the in the movie where it 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 works really really well. Yeah, yeah, uh, it does work. Yeah, but it 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 seems like a romantic comedy with an especially dope soundtrack, and not like a partnership to a an album that is right. like equally as important. <laughs> so when I first heard all this was happening with the album, rumors was the album was going to have nothing to do with the movie. That was the rumors I heard. That's what we all heard. We, yeah. Thought, everyone was like, is this a soundtrack? I, I never believed it. Not a I, soundtrack. I never believed it. I'm like these, I, I thought it was 
I genuinely thought like what it ended up being was exactly what it was going to be. And you this can, is a you can run back. Right. Yeah, this is you can run back the conversation with Jasper. Like, <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is exactly what I always thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a movie, uh, maybe like more of a musical, as I said, but like just a movie with original music, and the original music was going to be the album. Yeah, honestly, and it just kind of works together. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't think either one of them. Let me not say survive. But I don't think that either one of them thrives no, as the highly as they are without the other. Right. They the movie, better they function better yeah. together. The, the only, movie was good. Yeah. The album was pretty good. But when you mesh them together, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. makes sense, yeah. And the, there were definitely, if we're transitioning into the album now, uh, mm-hmm. there were definitely like parts on the album where it's like, where I saw it in the movie, and I'm like, oh, this this is working in the movie. Right. I yeah. don't know <laughs> if I ever want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, like, and the example is Angel. Like, when he meets... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I was about to say. Like, Do not get me wrong. Angel's like a beautiful song. Yeah, and it works really, really well in the movie. It's, it's mid by itself. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, I got, I'll, 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 I'll concede to that. That makes sense. By itself, but then when you watch the movie and it's and like, it oh shit, scenes, yeah, I'm yeah. watching this beautiful girl. Yep. And then all of a sudden the song comes on and it makes sense. Because I mean, so since we transitioned to the album, for me personally, I'm going to say from Intergalactic Theme through Do What I Want. I'm happy with. And then I don't come back in until Can't Shake Her all the way through. The songs in the middle is just okay. I mean, they're entertaining. Mm. Look, they're they're Kid Cudi songs. I'm going to love them. It's going to be entertaining. But the, the songs that I've mentioned, I was really like kind of geeked. Because, I mean, especially intergalactic theme. Yeah, it's really good. There's no, it's no, it's really no words. Yeah, it's a, it's gr- Cuddy it's a good doing, mood setter. It's Cuddy doing what he does best. And that's just sitting there humming his life away. <laughs> yeah. And it's just something about when he hums. It works. Nigga, you tap, you tap it into my soul. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So... But like you said, all the rest of the songs, they they slide right into the movie. Well, Brandon, go ahead. Since we're talking about the track list, let me see what you think. Well, like, I... Yeah. Purvis, you texted me about it, and you're like, this feels like comfort zone music to me. And that yeah. is exactly yep. how I feel about it. I feel like it's comfort zone music. Yep. I feel like Kid Cudi probably makes better music in his comfort zone than most artists. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I think I and also point. I think maybe it's the swing in the opposite direction for me because there are so many Kid Cudi projects that I think are just bad. Like this is Speaking like Mission the Mar- <laughs> Mission the Moon or whatever. Like, I mean, you called it. You said it was going to be the first mid album. I I think mid might be a little harsh, 
But yeah, it, it's certainly the closest to that for sure. Uh, Does the movie change your grade of the album? Let's say uh, you never saw the movie, you just listened to it. I, I definitely think like I, I think like by watching the movie first, like when I went to the album, it immediately let me be in a zone of like, oh, this is working yeah. in service of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So I maybe give it a little bit more leeway. Like I just skipped Angel. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh But the thing is like I do think like the the songs I don't with the exception of like the last couple, uh, she's looking for me and my drug. I didn't really like. Okay. Uh, I the ones with Don Tolliver I liked. Uh, okay, interesting. Yeah, but the other ones like there were ones I loved like Do What I Want, uh, mm-hmm. Willing to Trust, Living My Truth, Maybe So. Like I genuinely really really like those songs a lot. Uh, but the rest of it, they do, do do just kind of feel like almost like AI generated cutting music. It's like, yeah, this is good, but like yep. this is just yeah. it's comfort zone music, you know? Yeah, it's exactly what like when I text you that, I just felt like it was so spot on because yeah. the way I went into it, I listened to the album first before actually watching the show, and so like when you were predicting previously in the years, like oh, it's gonna be like a mid album. To me personally, that's very spot on because this is this is just like you said, Cuddy in the comfort zone. Cuddy has the ability to create this vibe of music. It's very unique to himself because mm-hmm. of what he means and what he stands for, and how he's helped so many people. So, like, if he just makes, which is why I said what you said earlier was a great point. If Kid Cuddy makes a average Kid Cuddy album, it's good. Yeah, it's it's already good. I'm gonna enjoy it more than any other artist's more more average art uh, albums. God, that's a hard sentence to say. (laughs) But I I do understand what you mean. And so, with that being said, like I felt, I won't say disrespected because it's not like I went into this with super high expectations anyway. But I felt personally cheated. Yeah, I didn't feel like he really put in all his effort into it. And, like, I won't complain because, like, it's still Kid Cudi. But it's like, dang, this this all it is? You, let me and ask then you. I watched the show. Okay. Yeah. Let me playing devil's advocate or just thinking way too mm-hmm. hard. When was Kid Cudi's daughter born? Oh, it was a while ago. She's 12, so she was born yeah, in 2012, right? Okay. 2010. 2010. How, how, she's born in 2010? Oh, that lines up even better. Okay. If she was born in 2010, we all, anybody that really pays attention to music all knows his daughter pretty much stopped him from committing suicide. True. I'm going to go on the limb. On the moon too. I'm going to go on the limb. 2010 Men on the Moon 2 came out. Yeah, that was a that was a dark one. Man, it was a dark one, but I'm gonna argue maybe his best album. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. So, but we all know Cuddy used to live fucking free as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna smoke. I'm gonna pop. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. After his daughter was born, he decided to go sober. I think he's there's a lot like of California sober now. Like, 
Yeah, he's California. He he's smoking again, but it's like I'm just smoking. I'm not doing all the crazy <laughs> shit, and I'm probably only smoking sativa. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, you got Man on the Moon two, you got Man on the Moon one, and I even argue Indica, even though that's 2013. Yeah. I feel like the best cutty we got is when he was fucked up. That's see, that's the thing that applies. That's like, messed up. Every artist, every, and I was about to so make the argument. I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna immediately, I'm immediately going to push back against that. Okay, I, I was going to make the argument. Some of the best music we heard from some of our favorite artists when they was either a going through some shit or they was on some shit. I mean, and that that mentality has been around since like jazz. Mm-hmm. True, like it's been a phenomenon. People have like observed, like going back before any of the genres we talk about, like on this podcast, even existed. Me, I, I think like the there is like a a stake at the heart of that argument, and that is I think kids see ghost because I think it's by far his most out-of-the-box and creative album, and it happened when he got out of rehab. Like, True. Well, okay. Alright, with yeah. that being said... So, like, I just don't think there's a direct correlation. I do. I, I ain't mad at the idea that well, Man on the Moon 2 is... I will, I will argue against that. It might be a direct correlation because when Kid C Ghost come out, yes, that was when he got out of rehab. When you think of Huddy's songs on KSC Ghost, they were completely different than Man on the Moon. They were more like, I'm free. In which he he has a song called Free. Where he's yeah. literally yelling, I'm free. Like, so literally. <laughs> like, God. And then, and then fucking Reborn? I almost cried listening to Reborn. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. With Kid... That song is special. So when KSC Ghost came out, it was a different perspective. Man on the Moon and Man on the Moon 2, I am like, he, I'm depressed as fuck. I mean, but he actually speaks about this. When I went to go see the concert, a lot of things I was pointing out to him, because when I went, I went with a group of people that's not necessarily Kid Cudi fans. I mentioned this before. They just like to go to concerts, and they like some Kid Cudi songs, like the popular ones. Kid Cudi didn't play a lot of his Big hits because he's transitioned. That's when he was going through. Exactly. It. He doesn't even want to go back in the same sense where like chance to rap when people be like we won't add to rap too. It's like I'm not taking shit. He's not right. I'm not on that I'm anymore. Not, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like he just needs reality, to get a, a divorce. A little push. <laughs> I'm not gonna say divorce. Pause. <laughs> but I'm just saying the quality so, to, I'm dying. My sister's on her room. Like, I'm not going. Yeah, my wife is in the background like, a divorce? I'm not saying Isaac should get divorced. I'm saying Chance the Rapper should get divorced. Let's keep on, stay on board. No, you're only saying he needs a divorce because his last album was low-key dedicated to his wife. And that. his worst album. It's probably his worst <laughs> album. Exactly. And I, so it's the worst so album. He, I'm look. He's gonna make up for the next album. Right. We 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 open today. Is not about chance though. But with Cuddy, like Purvis said, 
He's not performing his he old songs because it. it takes it back to his dark place. Kids, when kids see yeah. ghosts, if you listen to it, it's him talking about coming yeah. out of the darkness. I okay, like when you when you reframe it that way, I definitely agree with what you mean. That's why I was shocked to see Mr. Ranger a huge part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. I was like, yo, no. When His he said, job yo, that's what I'm saying. When he said, oh, Mr. Ranger, my eyes got excuse me, <laughs> huge. My eyes got huge because all in my mind, I was thinking about him and Mary J song. That's it. So, yeah. yeah. These Worries? Was that the one you're talking about? Yes. I love that song so much. That 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 made me think about that and his song, Hey, Mr. Ranger, Mr. Ranger, you know, tell me where you going. So I I see I only watched the movie once and now I'm thinking I immediately need to rewatch it. I watched it twice. Yeah, and, and see like if there's time like layers to it that I didn't see the first time. There's a couple of layers. It's not go live. I'm telling you, I've watched it twice and the second time you bro, see bro, stuff bro, you missed. The worry tree, that's yeah. what got me. Because there's a lot of background stuff that you don't really pick up. The worry up. tree. Yeah. The worry the tree, tree was the thing that drew so significant. The whole scene where he's it, going through yeah. a trip and the tree is growing, this nigga is concerned. He, he's like, really he, going through it. Yeah. And it really adds an extra layer. Like, damn. This yep. This prick, co- this prick co-worker. Hey, here go your gift, man. It's a worry tree. Don't give me that. Let somebody give me a worry tree. And like you said, it's, that mess away. it started to grow when he was really wondering, do I change Mr. Ranger? Do I make him dark or do I make him lighter? Right, Lily in a business suit. Come you see what I'm saying? Like, come on. But Let's then when he got happy, he got a relationship, the tree, the plant died. Yeah. He yeah. went back to the original. He went back to him. He had yeah. everything. It was like, okay, this makes sense. He's showing her the original version of Mr. Ranger. He's exactly. proud of it. And now he's embraced, like, okay, this, this is who I am. This she brought him back. Damn. Damn. <laughs> she brought him back. Yeah. <laughs> she did. That, that, that low she, key, did yeah. she did. Damn, that that low key kind of guy. You see what I'm saying? Like, brought him back. Look, yeah, relationship. Even, okay, the friend that they had when they had the scene where they was riding bikes in the skate park in the in the park, and the one friend, the one toxic friend, it wasn't Jada Smith character. It was one of the other characters. He he talked about he dated a girl. Oh, he, he met a girl in the club. He woke up and she robbed his whole apartment. Right. Yeah, but then, <laughs> right, and then when he saw her later, he was like, "Why did you did do that?" She was like, "So you remember me?" So she was like, "I robbed you, so you remember me." And then he made the comment, "Love oh, is yeah. something we hate and love. It fucks us up." But at the end of the day, love saves love. the world. Love is a it's a double edged sword. Every relationship you're gonna fight, but at the same time, when you fight. That partner of yours might bring you back, and that's what she did. She killed the plant and she brought him back. The plant literally did die. It so died. It, it, the plant died. Out. You watched in the background, the plant died. Dang, I didn't even think about it this deep. I'm not even trust when you watch <laughs> when you watch it a second time, it changes your perspective completely. I mean, and, and I believe that because when yeah. I went to the album the second time, it was after watching the movie, and immediately I was like, okay. This is more than just a mid kid cutting. Yes, there actually is 
a story behind it, and it works better with the movie because it low key it is a soundtrack. So yeah. is the album actually mid? Is it, it not it, mid? It, because I don't think it's mid auditum. So without I'm bowing out. Like <laughs> for me personally, it's high mid. I don't. I, I don't hate that. <laughs> like your borderlines are being really good, but I give you high mid. But did he make it that way to match the movie? I definitely think the the music is in service of the movie and not the other way around. Right, because I watched the movie before I would listen to the album. And listening to the album the second time, it felt like you just watched the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like you following along the episodes, the scenes, or whatever, and it kind of rolls together. It makes sense afterwards. I'm just going to say, since I'm the only one that watched it twice, y'all need to watch it a second time. <laughs> it would change your perspective completely. I, I probably will. Not, a, it'll, after it'll, this conversation, change. I probably will. Yeah. All right, but do we want to give grades for both of them separately? Because I feel like we have separate feelings. Sure. And then do one together? I don't know. No, I don't think we need to do one together. Just movie and album. Yeah. All right. So yeah. let's start with let's start with the album. Purpose. Okay. Give the album. Separately, I'm giving the album like since we go off of A, Bs, and Cs and stuff like that. I'm gonna give it a B minus. The reason I say that, I feel like. It's an average Kid Cudi album, which means that it's good enough. But if I'm, and this is how I kind of think about it. If you're sitting at home, Brandon, and you playing Halo, and you need to pull up music, are you really fit to pull up Intergalactic? Be honest. No. I'm not going to. No, but so like. I can't give it too high of a grade. So no, that's why I say B minus. But I would say a good, like a good amount of the songs, like if they popped up, I'm not skipping them either. Okay, that is a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's fair. I'm, I'm sending out a B minus. Okay, Isaac, you go. Uh, album, I'm. I'm gonna initially say a C plus, but if I'm a teacher that believes in curving, I'm gonna say a B minus. That, yeah, I think we're like all in the right ballpark. Like I. Would probably go like a B B minus because like I I agree that like it's just a very average Kid Cudi album. I just think like that average is just you know maybe a little higher than average. Mm. Before we move on, before we rate the movie, Kid Cudi has rumored he's retiring soon. Yeah, I I don't buy it. I I just don't buy it. If this is his last one. I'm not going to be happy. Yeah, yeah it's, I'm not uh, going to be happy. I, I think it's a good example of going out with a whimper and not a bang. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he needs to release something else. Yeah. What I would be extremely ecstatic for, if we can get the Scots a full album, <laughs> I'll probably shit my pants. <laughs> I think and have Don Tolliver featured on like yeah, nice. three of the songs. I, I look, I've already told my brother <laughs> if I nice. had one song, Kid Cudi, Don Tolliver, and Travis Scott, the harmonizing that would go along <laughs> with that song will probably make my ears bleed from happiness. They all yeah. gonna be by they go they go wild <laughs> with the harmonies. Literally, if I that's I'll be happy if he just dropped a full the Scots album. Yeah, I'll be happy with a retirement. I mean, this ain't it though. This ain't I I I'd, I'd, I'd like a Scots album, 
But I think I'd want him to go out and have like a singular as an artist statement. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that like I don't know, like maybe Donda, like probably should be Kanye's last album, like a big statement. Number like, one, not Donda two. Yeah. I have a question, Brandon. If yeah. you're picking the last one to come out, let's say you want to go out with a bang. Are you adding it to a series or should it be fresh? As in, should it be Man on the Moon 4? Or should you just come out with a whole separate project? Well, I would do a whole separate project. I would have it be its own thing. Uh, I don't believe that he's never going to make music again. Uh, I mean, he'll probably do like a Jay-Z. I'm not going to drop a whole album, but I'm going to come back for speeches. Yeah, maybe. Definitely. And also, like, I, I just think, like, creative people will always have that itch to scratch. And mm-hmm. it's easy to say you don't want to do it anymore, like, while you're doing it. But then staying mm-hmm. away is a different thing altogether. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just me being, like, such a huge Kikuddy fan that I just don't want him to quit. I mean, that's, yeah. like, that's anybody awesome. else. Yeah. That's but, any generation. You love an artist, please don't stop making music. Exactly. Should we do what's yeah. going opposite order? Let me hear your grade for the movie. The movie, I'm giving a B plus. I thought it was real fun. I think the animation and just the visuals, like at all, were really, really like stark and grabbing. Uh, I, I think it's worth everyone's time. Like I, you know, I, I don't think it's innovative or like the craziest thing ever. It's probably not going to be the best. It probably is just as likely to be the best movie of the year as Ender Galactic is going to be the best album of the year. But I definitely think it's worth people's time. So I'm going B+. Um, Second watch brought my grade up. When I watched it the first time, I had gave it a B-. Second watch, I had gave it a B+. A, A strong B+. A very strong big bus. Um, it was mostly because there was a lot of things I I missed on the first go. Then the second go, I picked up like, damn, how the fuck did I miss that the first go? So solid, a very very solid strong B plus. I personally, I think it does break the boundaries in terms of taking that next step. I would give it an A minus on okay. like a weak day of B plus. I think it does reach that A area. Um, it's unique enough in its own right where the animation does still stand out. It's not like they copied Spider-Man, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. I think it's standalone by itself. Right. But it still gives that unique animation feel that a lot of people have not broken into. Right. It's a whole new market that's untapped. And I think they do a fantastic job of doing that. I think the plot is grade A. Um, it doesn't break the mold, which is what you said earlier. Rom-coms in general, I don't feel like good. You can really expand with a rom-com. Yeah. Like with horror, you can kind of go in different directions and avenues. But I feel with rom-com, it's better fit traditionally, and I think it does exactly where it should. Where it it breaks the mold enough where it fits a new generation. It definitely but it doesn't. Fits. It doesn't change anything, you know. It definitely fits the. It definitely breaks the mold visually, like telling yeah, yeah, this yeah. kind of story, like. Animated period, but yeah, animated period, but animated this well, and then like told with such visual intelligence, mm-hmm. like yeah, it is, 
in that way it breaks the mold you know most rom-coms look like hitch and hey hitch is a fun movie but it's not exactly a visual wonderland right well let's be honest exactly so that's why i say it it does a great job at singling itself out or around a mist of average as rom-coms that's That's why the plot is relative to a lot of people in our generation which we don't see in movies a lot of days and i feel like you only get that originality because he's someone that's fitting the culture mm-hmm. yeah and he that's a perfect, benefit on himself kid cuddy picked the perfect time to drop it exactly like we said earlier rom-coms were dying yeah can't think of the last couple you can't think of the really good the last the, the last one i remember was crazy rich asians in 2019 which like yeah like it does it might not seem super duper long ago, but like we used to get like one of those a month, like in the early exactly. 2000s. And yeah. then when you think about it, with that movie alone, it was very heavy, heavily pushed towards the Asian community. Yeah, not yeah, everyone it, was really trying to be like, oh, if you weren't really someone that was in the cinematic world, you probably didn't know much about it. Actually, I, I'm just going to put this out there. I, at, at the time, you can ask Purvis, I was like seeing every single movie. I was following all the blogs. Everyone was talking about that movie. You that said was, that was like, 2019, right? Yeah. Oh, weren't we locked inside? No, this oh. was uh, this oh, was yeah. in the right. summer okay, before. Yeah. yeah, 2020. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hey, I'm taking a look right now, Brandon. I'm looking up the top 10 rom-coms of this year. Yeah. I I don't recognize one of them. Do you want me to read them and yeah. try to take a guess? Okay, number one is Crush yeah. on Hulu. Number two, I Want You Back on Amazon. Number three, Marry Me on Amazon. Number four, Valet on Hulu. Number five, Love and Leashes on Netflix. So essentially every single rom-com is on a streaming service. Especially nowadays, yeah. So, yeah, which so is this like really getting around exactly and so is this yeah. so that in yeah. itself just kind of proves the genre of it is dying it's not hitting the big screen uh, right. or well, is it dying or did it find a new home a new home where would you say the new home is i'm streaming like, okay okay I see. yeah like it's I thought just, you say like the genre change yeah. well it's like this like it, it, it's kind of like how Short movies used to get played at the movie theater a lot. Like you would, like in the like sixties and before, before movies there would be short films. But like we've never seen that, so we don't even recognize the loss of short films from the movie landscape. You know, we've seen, and, and like we wouldn't expect to see something like a Grey's Anatomy or a music video in a movie theater. Right, so I think just growing up now, people are going to see the rom see rom coms mostly as things that go to streaming because they're cheap to produce and uh, they make more movie they make more money at home. Yeah, and they always have. Like when you look at things like DVD sales, it's why they're some of the most profitable movies of all time because people buy them in like forever. Like people are still buying copies of When Harry Met Sally. And yeah. my big fat Greek wedding and all that shit, you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I, I can't believe this hip hop podcast became about rom coms for a minute. <laughs> Naturally it's kind of just 
the movie hit the culture very strong. Yeah, it's 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 a good movie. I was gonna say, regardless of whatever, listen or watch the movie at least. Yeah, the movie is is absolutely worth your time. Digestible. Just go watch it. It doesn't take a long time. Throw it in the background. If you like Kid Cudi, then listen to that. Uh, all right, guys. Do so you want to do recommendations? Yeah. Um, do you want to open up? Do you have yours ready? Uh, let's have the guest of honor go. Okay. Okay. All right. So for my recommendations, um, two of them are homebred. So I'm going to save them for last. Well, we're doing one very- two each. Oh, it's not three. I'm sorry. We oh. do three when it's just us. We have a guest on. It's two each. Uh, it's... <laughs> you have to pick one. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Oh man! I'll go first. Um, it's it's a little bit of a background story, but we've been talking about this over the past week. We came up on some random Instagram story that was basically saying like hidden songs within other songs. Yeah, and it got me thinking, and I wanted to recommend the Logic song African Arican or African Aaron Arian. Right, Arian. Um, very different type of song. But what I would say the most importantly is has a hidden J. Cole feature. It is not mm-hmm. credited on any of the streaming services. It will not say J. Cole is on it. But at the end of the song, and I'm pretty sure at the end of the album, I could be incorrect. I think it's the last song. It has a J. Cole feature that throws in, and may I say... We've already been praising J. Cole for his features. This was one of his biggest features of the year. It wasn't this year, but of the year that it came out. Yeah, because that came out a while ago, right? Jesus Christ, Brandon. I know we've talked about Logic, and we aren't necessarily the biggest fans right now, but I would listen to this song. (laughs) This song and J. Cole's feature is one of his hardest lyrics and verses I've heard ever. I've I've heard of this song. Okay, I'll listen to it. I'll I'll take your advice. I'll listen to oh, it. Oh good. Uh, I will say this. I remember when this song came out. Uh, I kind of clowned it because it's like, do you know what being it's, Aryan means? I'm assuming it has to be connected with white, correct? It it means to be like a Nazi, like a white nationalist, someone who believes that whites are like the true people. And well, yeah, I'm that's like, like yeah. white. Yeah. No, it's like it not it doesn't mean to be white. It means to think white people are superior. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not equivalent to being African. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if you can mix the two words to make it into one. Yeah, well, we like no, that's just like what that word means. Like it actually isn't just, just we also the logic tries to think very deeply. So yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a oxymoron somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, and it's just like it's like, okay, like this is goofy. Like but if you're telling me to listen to it, I'll listen to it now. I right. found it already. Yeah, I was going to say, it's interesting because J. Cole is also mixed with people who do not know his mom is white. And so he has a very shared relationship with J. Cole. He gives a very personal and relatable verse in this album. Specific yeah. for Logic. I, look. Uh-huh. I'll listen Purpose to it. Have, I'll listen to it as soon as we're done here. Purvis and I have had the argument, and I have defended Logic. I feel like people hate on him. I could look. This is off the mic. We'll talk about this later. 
because I could go on for a while. We created, we made logic what he is now, why people hate him. That's a different topic, though. We'll bring you on for a logic episode. <laughs> We're going to say less. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. We'll bring you on for a logic episode. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, Did you I'm ready. One? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Okay. I feel bad. Because I am going to drop one of the Chicago artists, and she was a female. I feel really bad. To know me? Uh, no, it was Jamila Wood. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to drop her song. So, my first recommendation is by Peter Cottontail. Oh, yeah. Forever and always. Man, I am so mad. I got distracted by free drinks and Miss Timit Lollapalooza. I'm so pissed. Um, Forever and Always by Peter Cottontail featuring Chance the Rapper. By the end of this song, I am literally in my car just singing and holding back all kinds of emotion. Um, I feel like it's kind of a summer song, but to be honest, you can listen to this song whenever. In the way that I mean, if people don't know who Peter Cottontail is, he has been in in the industry maybe the past maybe eight, nine years, maybe. And he's been one of the guys, engineers, producers in the background, making beats for like Chance and all kinds of guys. Like Chance, Vic Mixa, Vic Mensa, Tokyo, for those who don't know who Tokyo is. Oh, I know who Tokyo is, yeah. So, yeah. Peter Cottontail, forever and always. That's my first song. See, good choice. All right. I'm ready. All right, so I'm going to recommend uh, Sierra Nights by Kevin Abstract. Mm. He was tweeting about how it's an underrated track. And I got to be honest, I've been listening to a lot of the Brockhampton stuff. I'm recommending that. It's very good. Like, but. I do like some Kevin Asher. Yeah. And rock in the the, the first half is one of my favorite hooks of the, this decade so far. He says Sierra Nights, right? Yeah. Is that from Arizona, baby? That's a good song. Uh, no, what? he just dropped it last year. He just dropped it? No, he dropped it last year. He dropped it like last year. Oh, okay, okay. But it was just like a Lucy. And now it's looking to it. I think I completely missed it, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest. It's really, really good. But... What I'm going to jump into then, Brandon, I think you've mentioned him before actually on the podcast, but um, Duke Deuce. Oh, yeah. Crunky Dead. <laughs> this song bangs. What's it up? is so hard. Crunky Dead. <laughs> oh, it is God. So hard. He's so, like, he's so hard. He's funny, too, dude. He's the video funny. is perfect. I've seen the video he's and memes like insane. He's funny. Dude, <laughs> he, I love Duke Deuce. He should be on he's everything. <laughs> Honestly, yes. I re- this one little like go to like just get turned up. I remember like it took me a few weeks to like listen to the Isaiah Rashad album last summer because like Man. when I heard Lay with Ya and I heard the Duke Deuce feature, I'm like, wait, I'm gonna listen to <laughs> this for a while. Like real quick, <laughs> and like I said last week, honestly, it's in my top five. Yeah, yeah last year. Oh, okay. I thought it was my last Deuce. year. Isaiah Rashad. Oh, no. Five. He's, He's definitely top five last year. Oh, yeah. No, last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. 
Well, Isaac, let's get yours in. All right, my second artist. Right now, his most popular song that's playing on the song, I'm playing on the radio right now, is Billy Irish by Armani White. Oh, I Billy love that Irish. song. Fuck. But that's not the song I'm recommending. Okay. I jumped on him when he first came out, 2017, 2018. Wonderful Day, O-N-E-D-E-R-F-U-L. That song right there was like his song that put him in the music industry, but not necessarily put him on the map. Map. It's like not wonderful, but like one, like the word one. The number one. Um, yo, whenever I hear this, the song starts with him on a phone call with his niece. And she was like, Are you ready? He was like, Yeah. And the beat drops. This is a soft turn up song. But if you're ever having a really rough day, I recommend turning this on. It will turn your day around. And I love the hell out of it. Um, I'm kind of sad people are just now getting on him because of the song Billy Irish was just kind of being pushed by TikTok. Yeah. This song right here. Is like his is his is his first song and is old as hell. Wow! All right, I'm uh I'm gonna listen to that. Just his album. Yeah. All right, Brandon. All right, this is a bit of a walk. All right, so are any of you familiar with a band called Lincoln Park? Maybe I. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. Purpose. One day I was okay, like, what, what I "Should I recommend is, a Metallica I, album?" You're like, "What's that?" Like, <laughs> I, I have not just chosen to listen to Lincoln Park, but yes, I know who they are. They are oh, important. Man. No, give you have to listen to their music. <laughs> yeah, like Lincoln Park was on the list of like albums I would give you. Uh, okay. So they have like an iconic, like one of their first singles from their first album, Hybrid Theory, which is a masterpiece. Uh, called One Step Closer. And recently I found... Oh, and another thing about them is they have like this tradition of like having other artists take their songs and remix them, specifically hip-hop artists. Right? Jay-Z. They, yeah, they have an entire album with Jay-Z called Crash Course. They have something called Reanimation, where they had The Alchemist and... Oh, fuck. There was another like big-name producer that we talked about, but like the alchemist is on it, right? Like it's these big producers coming in and like reinterpreting their songs. So there's like a tradition of that. Uh, but the lead, yeah, the lead singer of Linkin Park tragically died. So naturally we're just not getting uh, more music. But yeah. earlier this year, they started to tease possibly a new reanimation, like a new album collecting remixes. And there's a remix of One Step Closer by 100 Gex. And. 100 Gex? Yeah. A band I famously hate. And you know what? Yeah, no, hey, what the heck? <laughs> and now, dude, <laughs> this, this remix is so good. I was like, was I tripping? No, nah, you're lying. I went back and I re listened to their music because this remix is so good. And I still don't like it. But this remix is incredible. <laughs> I'm going it is, to it's taking like life. this 20 year old like really iconic song i would definitely say if you 
if you don't like know the opening riff to one step closer when you hear it, maybe listen to the original version first. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Isaac probably knows it because like he's old. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And also Mike Shinoda, top tier white rapper. Uh, and, <laughs> Brandon, yeah. do you imagine because I feel like they will fit perfectly together, Lincoln Park and Kid Cudi. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, both of them. I mean, for me personally, Kid Cudi and Lincoln Park with their music definitely help people that battle depression. Yeah, they're like the. I, I can't think of two artists who are more closely linked with that specifically. Yeah. Than Kid Cudi and Lincoln Park. So yeah, like it's a it's a really good song, off a really good album. And it's remixed really well by a band I don't even like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I found it. I can't stop listening to it. And I'm just happy that when I listen to it, it title recognizes the play for Lincoln Park. Like, <laughs> I was about to say, you just get off of your uh, Riot Fest phase. Yeah. 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 And you're still getting all that through. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, you were spared last night. I just want to let you know that. What? You were spared, not last night, I'm sorry. You were spared last week with the gospel album. Yeah. <laughs> Purvis spared you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I spared Purvis, too, a little bit. I was very, dude, the, you, the you borderline spared Purvis. No, I, I, I could have recommended the number of the beast. Like, okay, <laughs> I tried to not to give you something too deep within gospel. I was like, I need something, yeah, that I like it. I like the album, like, it was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good album, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> guys, this was a bonus, this was a bonus long episode, yes, it, it was, was but it's it worth it. Hey, Brandon, before we sign off, yeah, I want to say this to everyone that's listening, yes, so everyone that's listening. If you can recommend or get three friends to subscribe to YouTube yeah. and Instagram and screenshot it, whoever sends screenshots, the first person sends screenshots of three new friends to Unpaid, no, unpaid Nobody's See, podcast Instagram, Instagram yeah. page, I personally will throw in a $50 gas gift card. Damn. I'm saying this live right now. <laughs> Damn. Whoever right. sends, the first person to send in a screenshot <laughs> saying it to all their friends, send out to your friends. The first person who can show three friends to subscribe to Unpaid Nobodies, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever the case might be. If you can show that you are new, not old people, new people, first person to send three new friends who subscribe, I will put in a $50 gas card. Damn. All right. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. I, I can't beat that for a closer, so I'm, I'm going to just... I'm gonna just hit this and we button. out. <laughs> I'm gonna just hit this you made button. this far, you deserve it. Yeah, if you made this far, you deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Uh, you'll hear from us. Follow Isaac on Instagram, you rat bastards. <laughs> like... <laughs> All right, peace. You want to promote your book? Because the book. Oh shit. Okay. All right. I will say this before we sign out. So I've been writing for a long time. 
Um, and finally, this year, I said I was going to stop bullshitting. Before this year is over with, my first book, I will be publishing. Oh, I'm a big um, reader, so. When it's all done, I'll have all of it up on my Instagram. I want it, like, completely done. It'll be through Amazon. I want it all done between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I have two books I've completed but need to go through editing. And my third book, I'm 20% done with. Yeah. Um, went through some shit a couple of weeks ago. And I'm reevaluating life. And my first book will be done for this year's of wit, no matter what. Absolutely. So I'll well, we'll have be, that information on my Instagram. We'll be promoting it. Cool. Sounds Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah. Instagram, I think it's just Isaac Funches. That's it. No spaces. No Absolutely. We'll put it in Isaac the bottom, Funches. too. Cool. All right, everybody. See you next week.